Hello guys, my name is Bunye and welcome to Bands with Bunye. I'm so excited to be sharing this, to be putting out this episode. I'm grateful for it. Um, I said I was going to talk about my experience in NYC camp. That is National Youth Service Corps. For those who don't know, I really wonder why you don't know. But then, in case you're listening to me from another country, it's a thing where people who just finished university have a compulsory one-year service to the country, which allows you to work elsewhere in Nigeria. So many institutions and organizations do not employ people without an NYC certificate, which is like a one-year experience. So in one way, it's helpful. In another, not so much. So what happens is that while there's a one-year experience, there's a three-week prior experience where you spend time in a camp cooped up with fellow graduates and eating camp food or mommy market food, having very early mornings and very late nights and lights out and so many rules and all of that. It's a three-week period, like I said, and I I was supposed to put out this episode at the end of my three weeks there, not three days after but here we are on the third day and i'm talking to you about my experience in camp why is that um we'll get to that in a bit but today's episode i decided to title controlling your narrative because i feel like it's so important not just that we tell our stories but it's important how we tell those stories So stay with me. We'll be right back in a few minutes. So listen, oftentimes when things happen to you, they are they are a testament to our dependability on God oftentimes oftentimes they're a testament to the fact that human beings are dependent on someone on something and um i I want to put this disclaimer out that I'm not saying that when bad things happen, God caused those because. I don't know it how how I would have sounded that way, but oftentimes people take what you've not said. So what I'm saying in much clearer terms is that number one, God is sovereign, which is true. God is not dependent on anybody. He is all by himself. He simply is. But he God has limited his sovereignty to himself. And what that simply means is that he has, by his own word, put barriers around his sovereignty so that he cannot go against the things that he has said. Numbers 23 verse 19 says, God is not a man that he will lie. Titus 1 verse 2 says, And promise of eternal life which God who cannot lie promised before the ages to come. Basically, what that is all saying is that 
God cannot lie. God cannot go against his word. So if God says, I will do this, best believe he will do it. And if he says he wouldn't, best believe he wouldn't. So while God is sovereign, he has limited his sovereignty to his word and the things that he said. And so God being sovereign, second point, depending, of course, on my first point of God being sovereign, but limiting his sovereignty to his word, is that because of that, he is not imposing by his word, of course, he is not imposing choices on anybody. He is not imposing things or happenings on anybody. So getting back into the statement that Oftentimes when bad things happen to us or when things in general happen to us, they remind us of our dependency on God. What I mean to say is that because of these things, we're reminded that we have someone who we depend on, that we are not doing this life thing alone. And that's just simply what it is. Um, It's... It's, of course, not the best way to be reminded of our dependency on God. I believe that we should be dependent on God, whether things seem to be going great or not. But then it is what it is, really. And that is, of course, the frailty of humanity. So, in essence, we know that no matter how much we want to control the things that happen to us and no matter how much we want to make moves to ensure that the results of those moves are proper and that we don't go through something bad nothing and i repeat nothing is a hundred percent you if you read for your exams high probability is that you pass but that probability is not a hundred percent it is perhaps 80%. Something else might happen. You just might not have read the right thing. You just might not have read enough. You just might forget. A lot of things could happen that make up the other 20% risk factor. And so it is for a lot of other things. As sure as gravity is that whatever goes up must come down. There are That is still not 100% because when we put in... A lot of variables we start to see that perhaps whatever goes up might get hooked on something on the way and not come down and in so many other situations so it's clear that we cannot 100% control the things that happen to us however I believe that we can control the way that those things that happen to us are shown or are told about we can control the way our stories are told um i'm gonna use this example i think it's controversial how people who there are certain people who worship mahatma gandhi and then there's certain people who do not because of certain parts of his story that they've gotten that they're privy of right now but um what many people do know is the parts of his story that paint him as a king and paint him 
as a philanthropist and all of that now that is him controlling the narrative that he wants to go out there or maybe not him but his people his fans and all of that controlling their his narrative i think that as human beings we all have that chance and opportunity to control the way that we put things out so i'm going to tell you a short story um this is about camp so i went to camp on tuesday morning and i came back yesterday evening afternoon slash evening and like i said it's supposed to be a three-week period so it kind of begs the question how how did you do that now um if anybody is on my whatsapp chat list at all then you would know that i am always putting out funny takes if i do say so myself i have really funny hot takes on certain situations i like to entertain people on my chat list i like to put out short videos about things that are happening with me even when things are not going good i have a funny take that makes everyone laugh so half the time what my chatting with my chatting on whatsapp is like is people sending me laughing images about something that i put out that was really funny so i really enjoy doing that you know i really enjoy entertaining people in that respect but then oftentimes when i'm putting out these takes i'm not always happy about those situations even though i'm telling a joke about them it's not necessarily because i'm the most positive person in the room or the happiest person in the room and i can't say why i do that i i like that people that when i put these things out people respond and say oh this made me laugh oh this made me smile that makes me feel good well yeah so that makes me feel really good but then i feel like there's so much um there's so much in a controlled narrative there's so much of a controlled narrative that i've put out on social media on whatsapp on twitter sometimes that makes people seem like see me as the funny girl or someone who's always almost always telling jokes and yeah it could be like that my mind works that way for the most part But yesterday when I came out of camp, I put up a picture. I've been putting up stuff about camp and making jokes about people wearing Air Force Max, Air Force One Max to to the parade ground and having it all dusty and funny jokes like that. And when I came out of camp, I put up a picture or a video saying leaving. Lots of people started to respond with, oh my god, big girl, so you did stay, and stuff like that. And honestly, it felt like the best narrative for me because it still cemented the hard girl, always funny persona that I'd really rather have. But the fact is, it's 70% of the time not always like that um the day before yesterday that was on Wednesday Wednesday morning I fainted 
at the parade ground and I was taken to the clinic by some Red Cross guys and I couldn't talk about that because I felt like it didn't fit the narrative that I was trying to put out. I couldn't tell people that the hard girl who used to be in paramilitary, for those who knew, who used to, you know, have funny takes on babies and relationships and all of that. I couldn't tell people that I'd fainted. Like, there, there is a part of me that is terrified of being found weak. And that part of me is usually pushed to hold the doors for women and help them carry stuff and protect them because I do not want to on any basis, not because I'm a woman, not because I'm petite, not because of any reason, I do not want to be found weak at all. And so... For me, I couldn't let or openly tell the narrative that I fainted. And I didn't faint because of any hard work or anything. I just fainted because the sun was too hot and I was just too tired. And I felt so weak. And I didn't want to tell people about that. I felt very miserable lying down on that clinic bed with a drip between my veins and I didn't want the pity that would have come with it so I just didn't mention it later on Wednesday night I told a joke about a doctor and having soft veins and many people didn't get the joke as me being in the hospital some of them just laughed about it and they were like, what the hell is soft things? And that was great because it was still the hard girl thing. So when I was leaving, it was because once again, I was weak on the parade ground and I didn't want to faint. So I walked away on my own and I walked to the Red Cross officials and I told them I need to rest. I'm feeling very weak and I need to rest. On Wednesday morning, about 9.30 a.m., when I first fainted, I was taken to the hospital in a hurry by the Red Cross guys, and they found out that I had really low blood sugar. So I had to get glucose saline solution drip, and I had to like, drink a lot of fizzy drinks to boost my blood, pre- my blood sugar. And it was astounding for me. And so when I went back yesterday morning, still feeling as weak, I started to, to feel terrible and miserable. For anybody who knew like about how terrified I was of camp, they would know that I wasn't terrified of parades or having to stand under the sun or any of that I used to be a cadet I used to I used to wake up by 4am 
dog from my apartment in town all the way to the school gate get a bus get into school i will parade till about 9 30 10 a.m and it was never such a big deal i was pretty fit in those days that was two years ago so having that happen to me on parade which is something that i was i didn't even consider to be scared of in fact i considered it to be something that i knew about and something that i will enjoy and having that happen to me was i felt miserable i felt weak i felt insignificant and i didn't feel good at all about it and i I didn't want to share this part with anybody because I didn't want to be found weak. And you see, oftentimes on social media, what we have is people who who want to tell or who tell their stories and they control their narratives so hard that you start to see them in a type of way and you certainly can't reconcile that person when the person slips when the person has issues once out of 50 days and Perhaps it's a menace of social media because nobody wants to tell. Nobody wants to show the bad side of life. Everybody wants to tell the good stuff and remember good stuff and share great memories. But I think that part of telling your story, and I've come to understand this now, that part of telling your story is to share both the good part and the seemingly bad part the part that you'd rather not accept had happened to you the things that hurt to talk about to think about things that make you feel miserable I think that sharing your story should involve all of that as well However, to control your narrative, I believe that it's important that the way that you tell the stories about the good and the bad stuff is, is the same. And I want to be able to share as much my weaknesses, as much my strengths with people who listen to my podcast people who chat with me people who interact with me on social media and I think it's so important that although I joke a lot about so many things I want to honestly talk about those issues while they make you laugh and make me feel better So yeah, controlling your narrative is telling your story, but telling that story in the best way possible.
no omissions because I think it's a farce that will fade away one day when you're trying to put out the great stuff alone it, it gets tiring honestly I mean if that is what you feel you want to do yeah sure but I believe that if you're going to really tell your story and take us along with you on your journey you'll you at least have to be honest if not with us with yourself yeah thank you so much everyone for listening to this episode if this is your first time on Bands with Bunye, I want to say thank you so much. It's so great to have you here. Um, you can keep scrolling, find other amazing episodes, and keep listening to my hot takes on certain issues that I feel I'm knowledgeable about. Um... I want to say that the opinions shared in this podcast are solely mine and that of whoever I feature and they're not law and you are under no obligation to take them in your stride, learn them uh, or anything like that really. It's just two cents. I believe this is it. I've tried this and this is what I understand and I feel like I could share this with you people. That's basically what it is. Also, I'm a Christian and all of my opinions will first start on Christ, stand on Christ, and then blossom into whatever situations that I'm speaking about. So this is a really an NYC experience thing. But it's been three days. What do you think I've experienced? I feel like I want to pull people who experienced all the days of camp. Um, People who experienced some days. And I want us to sit on a panel and talk about how the experience was for us. And if we think it's necessary or not. So do you guys think that would be an episode you want to listen to? If you do hit me up on Twitter, I'm at she fancies that that is S H E F A N Z Y S T H A T. And if you want to be on this discussion, sure you can join in by sending me messages, send me a DM over Twitter, send me a tweet, at me, and tell me all what you think about the National Youth Service Corps and the camp moment three weeks especially okay I'm signing out I love you guys thank you so much for being here have a great weekend ahead <laughs>